Prince Edward Island. What a way to start our podcast with the great music from the local artists, award-winning guys from Bear River Road, the East Pointers, and we thank them again for allowing us to use their music to represent our podcast here, Busy in the Sticks. And we've we've, uh, taped a lot of episodes, and the West Prince Chamber has uh, episodes as well. So please uh, follow along on our journey for telling the stories of Eastern PEI. And we're so excited today to have behind the mic, Amber Jenkins, owner and operator of Straight Goods in Fortune, Prince Edward Island. Welcome, Amber. Hello, everybody. We we thank you so much. You're so busy, so we're glad we, we snatched you for like a half an hour to, uh, to just give us some insight into your journey and what the future looks for, for you in business in Eastern PEI. I'm really excited to be here, and I'm Happy that the Chamber has started this podcast. It's such a great way to showcase local businesses in the eastern area and the western area. I didn't realize they were doing that. Yeah, it's a joint effort. Yeah, it's great. So regardless of COVID, so much has happened to you, Amber, both like over the last few years. Um, So tell us about that journey, the the main points of your journey to straight goods. Okay. Um, So I bought a local business in Surrey. Uh, when I was 27, the Bluefin Restaurant, and uh, operated it in non-pandemic times for a few years. And the pandemic is um, coming up on two years uh, this month. And uh, in May, following that pandemic, uh, the restaurant actually burned. So um, we took that time to uh, um, sort of uh, gather ourselves and decide if we were going to open a new restaurant. And the Bluefin, like I said, unfortunately burned in May, May 6, uh, 2020. And we had our new restaurant open by December 3rd, 2020. So we did open a new location and uh, only about eight to 10 minutes down the road from the Bluefin. It's located in Fortune. It's part of the Fortune Travel Stop. Um, it was formerly another restaurant that had been decommissioned for 10 years, so we were really excited to bring that back to life right. during a pandemic. And good for you, like, <laughs> to really rise from the ashes, really, is that that's what I think about when that fire happened and how the whole community grieved grieved the loss of what the Bluefin was. Um, and I can, can't imagine what you were feeling at that time. But even before that... Your first pay came from the Bluefin restaurant. It did, yeah, so when how, I was 15. How ironic. So you started there as a server, is that correct? Uh, a busser and a dishwasher with right. Susan Campbell Jackson. Right. And so, Amber, did you know then that that was going to be your place? Did you have any, like, stirring in your heart about what your future could be in this industry? I thought that it was just a summer job, and I think right. that there was this stigma around working in the industry that it was just going to be 
um, a summer job or a part-time job, and nobody really ever went to sleep at night uh, dreaming about being like working in that industry. Yes. And then as I got older, uh, 19, 20, 21, 22, I did a lot of growing in terms of um, trying other things out. Administrative assistant was something that I worked at. I worked at a law firm. I worked for the government. And truthfully, I thought these things were supposed to bring me joy and happiness, but I always was uh, my happiest when I was at a restaurant. Right. You're a, you're a go-getter. There's no question. When anyone thinks about Amber Jenkins, that's I think that's top of their mind. So when you think back to owning the Bluefin restaurant, and I talked about how the community grieved along with you, Amber, what was the most um, proud thing about owning the Bluefin? Or what, you know, what did you f- sense throughout that time? And, and was that your encouragement to build again or to open another space? Like, to provide that similar service? What was, uh, what made me the most proud of being the owner of the Bluefin was the community support. Uh, everybody came out to get behind me. I bought in August, the deal went through in August, October of that year. And there was just a obscene amount of support from the community. Lots of people came forward to ask for a job. So I had a big following from the get-go, and that made me very proud. Right, and that probably kept you going. It did, and it di- I didn't take for granted uh, at that time, nor do I now, that a great deal of the clientele was already built up. There was uh, lots of former owners before me that had done a good job, and that was local clientele, but as well as people who travel to the island or to the Surrey area year after year, whether it's from... Ontario or the States right. or Alberta or from the Maggies, they always found the bluefin. Right. Yeah. yeah, so that would definitely. And I'm thinking as Amber lays down on her pillow at night, how many ideas are going through your head <laughs> at that time? What keeps you holding the pace? Because as we're going to talk about, there is potential of you opening a new location. So what keeps you up at night or what are your dreams? The pace has changed significantly. Right. The last two years, not because I wanted it to, but because it just has. And I, I, I've spoken to other entrepreneurs about this. Um, we're not getting lazy and we're not getting tired. We just had to adapt to a very uh, different pace. And that has been a big struggle for me. Yes. And it's going to be a big struggle, uh, I believe. What The biggest thing that rolls through my head at night is the influx of traffic we're going to see as this pandemic uh, loosens up, as people start to travel again. And people don't travel to Prince Edward Island without money, and they want to spend it here. And we have a huge gap in the in the employment, or in yes. the uh, workforce. Workforce, yeah. So your industry has been really hit hard. Yes, yeah. It's left you scrambling, I'm sure, most times. and But in the same sense, I see your media account for Straight Goods, and I know you're you're truly trying to invest in your staff, like you're offering new incentives and whatever. So I, I really feel you're you have a grip on what the workforce um, needs to be supported and what you need to do to keep quality staff at they, Strike Goods. They need a they need a living wage for sure, and we're not. PI doesn't talk about a living wage as much as uh, BC has or a few other. It's not it's not easy for a small business to do. A living wage isn't an ideal situation for a small business to roll out. But our industry, especially thousands, have left it to find other jobs elsewhere because they were 
more secure jobs. We need them. Yes. We don't have a business without our staff. Yes. And um, a living wage isn't $13.10 an hour. Mm -hmm. It just isn't. Yeah. And that's what I find about you. You realize the expectations of the workforce and you're, you're willing to work with them. So that's, that's a great benefit right there. So working with the public in Eastern PI, do you have a funny story or, or someone, a favorite you would like to mention or something really hilarious that uh, always stays in the back of your mind? I have so many funny stories. Yeah. Maybe not, maybe bar stories. Maybe we won't get into that. (laughs) I have lots of bar stories, but um, I think that just I can think of one table in particular, and I won't mention names. But on Sunday, on Sunday they always come. It's two couples, and they're local, right? And uh, Jenna Croucher and I, she's a server that I've had for a number of years. She, we know this. This is something that's uh, just second nature to us. But everybody at the coffee drinks, or everybody at the table drinks coffee, except for one individual. And he only drinks his tea when his meal arrives. That's what we know. And every Sunday is the same thing. So I got thinking about that in the last couple of weeks. And if we brought his tea to him before his breakfast arrived, he would be appalled at this. But we've this is our second nature. Wow. And this is what happens to people in the industry, and especially in the East. Mm-hmm. We get, you get to, to know, to know. people. <laughs> yeah. So his expectations are clear. They are clear. Awesome. And they are big supporters. They followed uh, our business from the Bluefin to Fortune every Sunday morning for breakfast. And I'm so grateful for things like that. And they're not the only table. And uh, I look forward to seeing more things like that because I did get I did get a lot of clients that used to visit us at the Bluefin and we get them out in Fortune. And our hours of operation are different. And they're 7 to 7 now. And before we used to open at 6 a.m. And everybody has just kind of... Uh, supported despite the fact that they aren't happy with the state of the world right now. Exactly. And that's really, uh, that's something that I'm grateful for. Yeah. And you did mention Jenna. She's a server there. And I must say you have fantastic um, workers at Straight Goods. So what a time to say, like, are you looking for new staff or what's that look like? Are you hiring? It's a, a great platform to, to yes. say it. Always hiring. Right. Um. Uh, when Straight Goods first opened in December 2020, right. uh, we had 17 uh, mm-hmm. front house and back house. We had about a, a workforce of 17. Um, we have been able to adjust that uh, over the course of the last year. Sometimes we dipped as low as 10. Um, right now we're sitting again uh, at roughly 16, 17 employees. We've taken on six new employees in the last month alone, just trying to prepare for the summer. Right. But we are absolutely uh, looking for more staff Mm -hmm. and uh, willing to train, um, but also really welcome that uh, experienced back of house, especially that's where I think the industry is struggling the most is in the kitchen. Right. So anyone that's interested, um, reach out to Amber for sure. Yep. So you alluded to... Um, or I mentioned about a new location. Tell us a little bit about that. I know it's kind of evolving and um, things are changing all the time, but what does that look like? Yeah, so um, we opened a new restaurant after a fire and a pandemic had started. My husband and I got married in March of 2021, and in February of 2021, we purchased a new location. So um, we purchased it knowing 
I think everybody knows that the pandemic will eventually uh, end or it will become easier for everybody to live with it. But 2021 wasn't the year for us mm-hmm. uh, to open the new location, but we did have uh, we did have the new building, which is located uh, just across from the marina in Surrey and also once operated as a restaurant. And um, so we're super excited to have the space, started looking at how we were gonna renovate it uh, in 2021, started that process, uh, started looking at models that work with the pandemic in the food industry. Is it gonna be takeout only? Uh, is a is a pub atmosphere something that we would like to do right now? Which demographic are we going to cater yeah, to? So, so much to consider. Yes. So that was mostly what we did in 2021, aside from getting married and and uh, trying to run the other restaurant, which I'm very happy that we didn't uh, open the new location in 2021 because realistically it gave us a whole year to work out all the kinks with our location in Fortune. Right. So... Um, in 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 January, we had another lockdown, as everybody knows. Yes. On PI, we had closed down our dining rooms. We were on ticket only, so that was a really um, crippling thing for all of uh, the restaurants yes. to encounter once again. Right, and really just kind of set, had us ask ourselves: Are we going to do this? Are we going to open up the second location? Is it maybe a time to think about changing the 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 business model altogether? Right. And um, before we knew it, things were really starting to turn around. The The narrative around the par- pandemic in other provinces was changing. Um, vaccine passports have been lifted. Mass mandates are slowly lifting in provinces. And things look like they're going to be opening up and right. more things about so living that, with it. So that would make your vision clearer for yes. what, what this new opening at the location would look like. Absolutely. Sure. So yeah. then we just kind of um, said, oh, no, like we're not prepared we we need to be prepared for right pi's tourist season at the new location so um we have we've set a date for april 15th uh anywhere between april 15th and and may 1st to open up the new location and um we did that because uh our mandates on pi are supposed to be completely alleviated by april 7th so that seemed like a good time to us so we're just excited to have a place for Surrey residents to go. And um, they always had fortune. They, all, they have a, a variety of other local businesses in Surrey, but another place isn't going to hurt. And um, yeah. we're also excited to uh, welcome Magdalen Island travelers back. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And that's what we, what you mentioned about other business in the area that offer the similar service. That's what I've, I sense about you, Amber. Um, Every chance you get, you shout out about other businesses, what products you're using, um, and not everyone does that. So I think it's most it must be noted that, you know, um, you partner with other local businesses. I know the chamber is welcome to host business breakfasts there. So it's just an open atmosphere, and I'm sure you will roll that into your new location as well in Surrey. We have to shout out to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, last night I had cherry on top creamery ice cream for the third week in a row and it was delicious fantastic yummy (laughs) we have way to to go becky yeah becky's doing a good job um seafood shack and morel everything on pi to me is local so whenever we try something 
uh, new or or we try something or we have something that we really um, enjoy on a regular basis we always shout out to the business owners because we have to stick together Absolutely. and there's lots of business to go around if you made it through the last two years on PI there's nothing that's going to stop you uh, once they start to travel across the bridge again because this place is going to get very busy very yeah. quickly so I think that yeah. there's lots of business to go around so why not shout out to other businesses? absolutely it's so important and speaking of expecting, and I know a lot of uh, people in Surrey are expecting the opening, um, but your family is about to grow as well. So exciting, Amber. Congratulations yeah. to you and Jordan. So tell us about, you know, going through a pregnancy. You're due in a week, two weeks? Three days. You're doing three days. I'm doing three days. Oh my gosh. Okay. I did not know that. Well, we really thank you for taking the time today. Okay. So how has that been in trying to organize staff and, you know, it must be a whirlwind for you, Amber. It's been so awesome. Actually, like, um, when you talk about the staff and, and being a business owner and being pregnant and recently married, like they, our staff wow. won't let me lift anything. That's my fantastic. We'll rarely reach out with the smaller questions anymore and they know that I'm still there but they just do it because they want to help and right. it's been really humbling for me but that shows how they respect you and, it, and it's reciprocated through that so it's great yeah they've been awesome and, uh, and I've been just excited to to welcome a baby and my husband as well and um we're actually due on the same day that we got married a year later so there's just this oh that is so special yeah it gives me chills very cool date in march and oh um, my gosh we're excited for that and i've also been following that's uh, you had mentioned other business owners yeah there's other business owner moms on pi that i've been able to follow on instagram or reach out to and say how did you manage this because i'm not this is the first time in my career, in my life, that I'm going to be caring for a, a baby. Absolutely. And it's not like you can put your feet up, Amber. No. So yeah. where where do we find you most days? Where are you? Like, you know, you say the staff is supportive about lifting, yeah. not lifting heavy things, but... We just, um, I've just been trying to get lots of rest during the pregnancy. The, fir- the, the beginning of the pregnancy was di- more difficult than the last part. The last part has been awesome. But when the baby arrives, uh, other business owning moms just say uh the business is yours and the baby is yours so you just take your baby where you go wow and that sounds good to me yeah um a lot of entrepreneur mothers have said that a lot have said they've taken six months off they didn't take an entire year off uh in the first year of their baby being born but everybody has their own story and the bottom line from all of those mothers has been they made it work right i will make it work you say time off i can't even think of that in your vocabulary amber (laughs) You know, so we wish you well in three days. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. So what do you love most about working and living, like, in the same area? Were there any drawbacks? Or was it all was it all good? Do you think of anything in particular? Um, I don't. Uh, when, the, when the first restaurant burned down, my husband and I talked about uh, moving to Charlottetown with a business. Uh, to try it out but I didn't I wasn't comfortable with that because I didn't know the clientele and the only reason that we had really considered that was because uh, a lot of businesses weren't making it so there was a lot of space coming up and we didn't have a space because ours had burned but after we talked about it at length we realized that uh, we were most comfortable where I uh, already established clients 
right. and staff. Yes. And uh, so I don't see a drawback to that. Um, there is uh, there is no drawback living with the people that support you. It's all about connection. It is. It's right? about con- yeah. It's about connection. And uh, I find when you're fair with your clients, they mm-hmm. are very fair to you. So we don't do anything, or we try not to do anything uh, disrespectful in terms of you know, like I said, it's it's a hard time because the cost of goods is up. Yes, prices incredible in- have to increase. And what I've always said to my staff, and I'll say it here today. Um, there's been three menus launched at Straight Goods in a year and a half. So that's three times that we had to increase prices because of the cost of goods right now. And every right. restaurant is up against the same thing. Yes. Yeah. And the clients have been supportive through that. Mm-hmm. But the servers are always told the same thing. If there is issues or our issues arise, right? Uh, the client can come to me because I will justify those increases to them. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. going to be anything uh, done to their menu or their pricing that I feel is is uh, unjustifiable. Right. Yeah. And I was when I was researching and I knew we were going to be interviewing you today. I saw a quote and it says, "If you mind your own business, you will be busy all the time." And that's what I find about you. You don't get into um, the extras. You you're a straight shooter. Um, and I think people know that about you and respect that, and that's why they support you. So when I saw that quote, I was like, "That is Amber." That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Mind your business. Mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be busy all the time, which you are. So we touched on Jordan. So Jordan is a very big player in this business with you, your husband. Um, so in the in the years of your career, can you think back who's helped you along the way? Like who made the difference for you or who pushed you when you thought, I can't do this anymore? Can you think of a certain situation or a person? The first person that pushed me was Jackie Aiken. Oh, wonderful. Jackie from Surrey. Yeah. Yeah. Jackie Aiken was, uh, she, she welcomed me back after I did a little stint in Alberta working in Calgary. She welcomed me back as a full-time server, uh, at the Bluefin. So I worked under her as well. And, uh, then I left again to go to Fort Mac. And when I came home from Fort McMurray in 2017, 2018, uh, Jackie approached me to buy the bluefin, and I was so scared. I said no, and it wasn't until did a year you say no right away. I said no after about three days of contemplating it because I I didn't have any. I didn't think that I had any business sense. I didn't think that. I thought it was a big endeavor for one person to take over, and I just I she had to saw say, something in you. Yeah, she right? said, and and a couple of other people she had approached, but she there were three of us and two young people. And one a little bit older, she had approached, but she did. She saw something for sure, and she, she gave me like a little bit of uh, lift just by asking, even though I had to say no. Right. But within a year, I went back and and told her I'd reconsidered, and she was still the offer was still on the table. So she was the first person uh, at this capacity to push me. Wow. And my father was the second because he was the second person that I asked about it. What did Dad say? He said, <laughs> "I think that you can." own a restaurant and I think that you can run a bar and I think that you should do this <laughs> okay so, dad <laughs> that was good and uh <laughs> um but the, but my family's always been supportive right like uh when we had a round ta- table Jenkins meeting there wasn't one person that said this is crazy or this isn't gonna work or 
you're going to regret this. Not right. one of my family members said that. And I'm so blessed to have supportive family because we do I have two older sisters and a little brother that were all on the same page. And my father that's was on fantastic. the same page. Yeah. So that's uh, all of those people pushed me. And then that was the that was the OK, I, I, I am doing this. I'm going to buy a business. And then people who push me through business life is all of my staff, all of mm -hmm. my clients. Uh, Jordan, when I met him, he was working with Cisco, and he right. really helped me. He was me. one of your Cisco reps yeah. at the Bluefin. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, we met through the industry in that way. And he had lots of really great insight because he worked as a chef in restaurants, so we had that that experience. He worked for Sobeys, so he had really good recipe development um, and really good sense of food. Right. So we were able to talk about that. And then meeting him in the capacity of Cisco was even nicer because there was this pricing thing and this menu thing. and um, So you were able to figure all that out. Yeah. Like, so you used all your gifts and kind of brought together Bluefin, Straight Goods. Exactly. And another new location. That's exciting. Yeah. So Amber, if you could turn back time, what would you tell your 18-year-old self? What, is there something that, do you have like a favorite quote or do you have a piece of advice that someone told you and that you always remember it? I would tell 18-year-old Amber that it's okay to want to be a server, right. that it's okay to want to work in this industry because it wasn't a career path at that time. Right. So I would tell 18-year-old Amber that. And I just said this morning to my husband, we were talking about pensions and working... <laughs> Uh, for for institutes that provide pensions and my self-employed pensions <laughs> I responded to him and said that doesn't mean anything if you're not happy at what you do right and he said you're so wise oh um, my gosh but that's it's such a it's thing true. to say it uh, if uh, like I it doesn't mean anything to me to have those things lined up in the corporate world or in the government world if I'm not happy doing what I do every day. And I'm not, they're, everybody's different. Right. But I, my, my suggestion and my advice to anybody is to do what makes you happy. Right. That's where you will thrive. Yeah. Because I'm sure when you started as a server in 2002, you had no idea. No. <laughs> and I love the fact that it took you a year. So never jump to a decision. Yeah. Like that's, that's all. I know you had a lot to think about, but that's, that's really good on you to take that time. I can't believe that I did wait a year because normally I would jump to uh, making a quick decision. That's my, that's my, uh, that's where I go most of the time is to make a, a pretty quick decision. And I didn't that time. And I'm, I am happy as well. Like you said that I took the year. It's a, it's a really good point to make yeah. things this big mm -hmm. need lots of thought. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's some good advice for everyone out there as well. Well, Amber, it's been a pleasure to spend some time with you today, and um, we wish you so much joy with your with your new baby um, and with your new location as well. So we wish you and Jordan the best, and thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you.